Welcome to Exceptional Leaders, a podcast series showcasing exceptional leaders in the business community who are doing interesting, exciting, and innovative things throughout North America. This series is powered by Forward Path Group, leaders in executive search, outsourced human resources, and assessments. Good morning, everybody. It's John Watts here with the Exceptional Leaders Podcast. I'm with Lisa Boulanger, a friend from many years ago when she first started her career. Uh, she is now um, really succeeded, super proud of seeing people over the years that have have moved uh, through their career and, you know, uh, mother of two and balancing sick kids at home we were just speaking of. And, and so Lisa, welcome. Thanks, John. Super excited to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, let me give you, you my background on you and then maybe you jump in a little bit and tell me where I've been wrong. But um, <laughs> sure. So you're currently a chief commercial officer at uh, Flexity, a relatively new company, 10 years old-ish. Uh, you know, your sales financing, uh, looking to provide point of sale financing and payment solutions, mostly in Canada. Uh, and your vision, vision is really to help people in the health. Uh, I think it was home improvement, retail, just finding flexible sales financing solutions so that people want to buy things or need things or want things sooner. Um, so, you know, when I think of those, it's obviously a very competitive and, you know, ever-changing kind of business. Various types of businesses would need that, obviously. And, and I'll just give you a little more background. People are listening here. I actually spent 10 years at Google uh, before that and then spent uh, five or six years in the finance side of uh, City, PC Financial, Sears. And then when, uh, when I first met Lisa at Exchange Solutions uh, many years ago. So, so nice to have you back. And I also want to talk a little bit about your uh, big brothers and sisters when you have a chance. Um, I know yeah. you're on board there, so that's kind of cool. So uh, enough of me and more about you. So tell me a little bit about Flexity. What's, 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 tell me about the business a little bit. Yeah, for sure. You did actually a really great job of explaining what we do. So kudos to you. You did some research. Oh, awesome. Um, but yeah, we are the largest uh, buy now, pay later player in Canada. So we provide point of sale financing to mostly the big merchants right now. So if you think of like the big box stores, uh, we've got most of those relationships, the Brick, Leon, Sleep Country. Um, um, we actually do a program for Wayfair, a loyalty program. Um, but we are generally the solution for big ticket sales, providing customer the flexibility to pay over time. Now, what's, uh, what's pretty cool about our, our solution is that when you are approved for your loan, you're, you actually join what's called the Flexity Network, which means that your card can be used at up to 70 4,000, sorry, 7,400 locations. It'd be nice if it was 74,000. 7,400 locations across Canada. Um, so it's kind of a, a little network within a network. Um, we've been around for, uh, I should probably know this, I think it's about seven years, but I've been working there for the past year, just started uh, in November of last year. Awesome, awesome. So when you... Um obviously a huge change from, from Google. What, what, what was sort of when you came into that organization, tell me a little bit about, obviously it takes the first two, three, four months just to get your feet, you know, wet and understand the organization, but what did you see as sort of, sort of the biggest challenge after a few weeks in the organization about what you needed to be tackling or was it very transparent before you got there or even shortly thereafter? Yeah, I would say um, we have been on just a crazy growth trajectory. 
And we're growing so fast and bringing on so many really massive merchants at, at such a quick pace that I think one of the most challenging things was, you know, finding a way to build more processes into, um, into our onboarding, um, just really streamlining what we're doing and bringing a little bit more structure uh, to everything. Um, we were and still kind of continue to do, we still operate like a startup. And um, I think that that's one of the things that I've really tried to tackle since coming to Flexity, having come from such a, you know, an, an enormous organization like Google, where there's lots of structure, there's lots of process, trying to introduce some of that without, without taking away, you know, the innovative speed at which we operate. Yeah, interesting. You, you know, you go from that startup into that mentality of so how many people would be there now? A couple hundred, 200? I'm um, we are about 200. Yeah, okay. So that's kind of what I figured it's based on the size of it. And then, you know, in those, there are always the three buzzwords on as you just talked about and, you know, how to move forward. It's people, process, and technology, right? So you talked a little bit about the process there. What, what about some of the technology sides or the, even the people side to try to change the way? Like, what, what are you working on to get there? Yeah, so um, a bunch of stuff. I mean, from a technology standpoint, we're working with um, technology that we've had in place since it, since Flexity's inception. Yeah. So I think, you know, from that perspective, we're really trying to upgrade. We are investing in a huge amount of technical resources to be able to do that, which I'm sure, as you know, as a recruiter, is very, yeah. very difficult to get these days. Absolutely. Um, from a technology perspective, um, that can be, you know, there, there's a lot to do there to maintain our kind of legacy uh, system, um, but getting in the right resources to be able to do that um, is, is definitely something that is high priority for us. Yeah, um, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. No, I was just going to say in terms of, of people, our organization has grown dramatically just over the last year I think when I joined or I should say since I've joined there's probably been about 70 or 80 new starts in the last year wow. so it's <laughs> yeah it's um it's really about trying to get the most out of those that have been there for a while that have that institutional knowledge um and you know helping to onboard um which we're doing at a very crazy pace all of the new hires getting them up to speed and really kind of knowledge sharing between, you know, the, the, the people that have been there for a while and then the new recruits coming in. Awesome. You know what I have uh, just side story quickly that uh, my, uh, my son-in-law has started a, uh, a new role as a manager in a, in the restaurant uh, business. And, and over the first two months, he's probably put in two to three weeks of just onboarding and pure training, you know, like the amount of training and, and investment, wow really is incredible. Um, and I assume here it's, it's the same. It's, you know, you talked a little bit about bringing people on and, and the onboarding and, and you know, the, the cultural knowledge. It just takes time. Um, and I think it's always the challenge. People want it faster, right? So it's that patience, but not, you can't be too patient because you're small and nimble. So, uh, so within your senior leadership group, what's that dialogue, that tension between 
you know, get people up and running as fast as you can versus the knowledge of, you know, making sure that they have the, you know, the foundation and, and the culture and, you know, and, and to maintain retention. That, that must be an ongoing dialogue um, within your, your senior group. Yeah, it is, I would say. Um, I think we do a good job. We're getting better at it. Uh, we've hired up a lot of HR people themselves. So when I first started, we didn't even have anyone in HR, which was kind of crazy. Yeah. I think now we've got four, maybe even five people in the HR function um, that are working really hard at kind of putting that onboarding and training experience in place. Prior to that, you know, it was a little bit of every hiring manager would do their own thing. And, you know, you would you would sit in on a bunch of one to ones and try to get yourself up to speed. But it wasn't something that we did incredibly well. So yeah. I think, you know, going back to the processes uh, and the structure, that is something that we really need to kind of tackle going forward. And I think the HR team is tackling that. Um, just to bring a consistent experience to new employees as they come in the door. And I guess that just flows through the, to a, you know, a more sustainable process for your clients that are being onboarded too, right? So how do you bring in a new retailer? What's the steps? How does it work? You know, it's not net new every time, right? So it makes it more, a better experience for your customers. Yeah, that's right. And, and that's exactly something that we're tackling right now is how do we, how do we create more of a process to ensure that that experience is the same for every merchant coming on board. We luckily have uh, within our operations team, uh, our merchant operations, we've got people that have been there um, for years. So luckily they're getting that institutional knowledge and those, those people that work on that team just know the merchant business so well, they know flexity business so well. Um, and so, you know, it's, they could do it with their eyes shut kind of thing. Um, you know, but if, if one or two of those, those people were to leave, that's where my anxiety is. <laughs> so, you know, I'm really trying to work on getting that documented in such a way that if somebody new comes into the organization, um, they're able to kind of pick up what that process looks like and then can continue to give our merchants a great experience as they're onboarded. Yeah, for all senior leaders, I hear the same all the time. It's, you know, it's that, use the military term, 2IC or second in command. And what if I was gone? And, you know, who would take my spot? And then who would take the person that reports to me spot? And what's mm -hmm. the sustainability, right? It's, it's always sort of what keeps up um, most senior leaders at night is, is, you know, obviously sales first and then, um, you know, just the people uh, around that. Uh, question for, for you is obviously in the Canadian business, I'm assuming there's a bunch of lending and, and um, regulatory, um, you know, reasons for that. Are you looking to, to expand or is that confidential or because you're very much focused on the Canadian marketplace right now? Yeah, we are very much focused on the Canadian marketplace. Um, you mean, will we expand internationally? Yeah, that's generally. Or do you think you'll be a Canadian sort of, you know, built company and stay in Canada? Uh, no, I think we'll eventually have to expand. So Kiro is our parent company. They're an American company. Oh, okay. So it makes a lot of sense for us to expand into the U.S. 
I don't think we'll be doing that in the next couple of years, though. I think there's a lot of uh, opportunity still in Canada. We play in a very specific space right now. So we play, mm -hmm. we do really well in big box, high, per, high ticket price um, kind of stores. Yeah. Um, and we do very well with a certain demographic. We actually serve a more affluent um, consumer. So, you know, average household income above 100,000, high credit score, um, kind of an older consumer. Um, you know, when, when you think about buy now, pay laters in market today, we, we typically serve about the like 40, 50 year old. So I think that there's a lot of opportunity for us to get into different type, types of retail space. Um, we get into smaller ticket, uh, prices, different consumer segments. Um, and that's really where we want to go. We want to be like the ultimate payment partner for retailers in Canada. Mm -hmm. So whether that be, you know, credit card programs, financing programs, um, we're setting ourselves up to kind of do it all and do it well. Um, and we've got, you know, something that I talk about a lot is our, is our bench strength. We've got the leaders when it comes to retail credit solutions in Canada. We've got the best players from Present Choice Financial. Um, we've got the best loyalty um, players. So we've got really great talent to, that will allow us to kind of get there. So, so interesting when you talk about, you know, the sort of the different types of talent on your team when you've been there, sorry, I think you said about a year, you're in a bit. Um, how, how have you been improving? Obviously bringing people on, have you been doing any internal training or like, how are you just building up the, the overall team other than bringing new people in? Uh, in terms of like skills, yeah, just skills, training, like the people that are, you know, on your side that you're accountable for, like, what are some of the things that you would, you think that has, has helped you sort of build the overall, either just the culture of the team or the knowledge, skills and abilities, or, um, you know, how, how do you think you've made your team a little bit better? Yeah, for sure. In terms of like skills and abilities, like this is something admittedly we're not doing well at all. Um, I think that there is a real opportunity to um, work on um, skills and training, something that we did a lot of at Google. I mean, we were constantly taking yeah. courses and we were constantly, um, there's constant education opportunities. At Flexity, it, we've just been moving so, so, so fast that yeah. we haven't had a chance to really catch our breath and think about uh, skills development and what that looks like. We're starting to, which is great. We're starting to get in the HR resources to look at some of that stuff. Um, but we haven't really done a good job there. That's a big opportunity for us. In terms of culture, though, I mean, we've got really awesome culture at Flexity. Um, everyone is super proud to work there. I remember when, uh, so we were inquired in March um, by Kiro and we had a big all hands meeting and um, to announce, you know, that, that we had been acquired. And I would say 90% of the people that showed up to that meeting were wearing their Flexity sweatshirts that they had received for um, the holiday season. Um, awesome. 
reference prior to that. But it was such like, it, it, like I had goosebumps when I logged on because I was like, wow, like everyone is just like so proud to work here and, and, and so excited to show their support. They knew that this was obviously a big, a big thing for Peter, the CEO and founder, and they really wanted to support him and, mm -hmm. uh, and let them know that, you know, they were behind him. So um, from a culture perspective, I, I think we've done a really good job of, of maintaining that small company culture and um, really kind of close knit teams, even though, you know, that's been incredibly difficult working from home and, and being remote. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? As we spoke earlier, I was hoping my dog wouldn't interrupt our conversation, which she hasn't, <laughs> by the way, which is great. Yeah. Um, uh, question now. So new talent you talked, I know your background, you mentioned uh, PC Financial, you were at Sears before, City, I believe also. Um, are you leveraging your own networks now? Um, imagine you are like everybody else, but tell me a little bit about your bringing in those talent now. Um, how is that happening? Is it, is it organic within, externally? Yeah, I would say it's about 50-50. So I would say uh, I'm definitely leveraging my my own network, which is uh, fantastic. I use LinkedIn a lot to, to get the word out there around, you know, what roles we're currently hiring for that I think would be um, popular within the uh, my network. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then we've got recruiters. We've got a couple of recruiters in Canada. We've got a couple of recruiters in Argentina. So we've got a um, an engineering office in Argentina. Um, and that's really how we're sourcing our talent. But again, it goes back to, you know, the fact that we've just been, we've been running so fast. We really haven't had the opportunity to take a step back and really think about our employer brand. And, and how we're really being portrayed out there. We just partnered with, we just brought on a PR agency and we're actually having a brainstorm session um, this week <clears throat> to start working through our communication strategy and how we can get out there, um, how we can talk more about Flexity and what it's like to work at Flexity uh, because it really is such a unique culture and um, it's such, a, such an amazing opportunity to, to build products from scratch and to work in a really innovative environment. And we need to do a better job of telling that story. You know, many organizations are, I was just thinking, as you said that um, Amazon, for example, I know always a leader in many things, but they're putting so much of their, their mass media into, you know, acquisition of talent and yeah. not about, you know, it's better, faster, has more products, et cetera. It's, this is a great place to work and why. And yeah. uh, you know, I think the times of, you know, businesses going are asking the question of why do you want to work here? It's, it's more of businesses selling um, employee, employees or potential candidates on, on why they should come. You know, yep. it's, it's, it's just, a, it's a mindset shift that I think organizations like, sounds like yours have taken on with this as PR agency, such a great idea because you have to sell to get the best people. You have to sell them on why your company is fantastic. And it's just such a change from, 20, 30, 40 years ago, right? It's, you should be proud or just happy to have a job, right? That's not how it happens anymore. So good no, for you. To do that. <laughs> a couple more questions for you have um, a little bit sort of going back in the time machine. So I remember when we first started working together, um, won't give the total number of years to, to keep <laughs> our sanity, but you know, if you went back in that time, so you've been your first role, um, what sort of advice would you have given yourself back at Exchange Solutions? 
What sort of advice? Um, I, I think it would be to, as cheesy as it sounds, to kind of believe in myself a little bit more. I, I didn't have the best self-confidence back then. And it really took me a while to kind of grow into myself uh, and to be confident with who I was and what I was doing. Um, I think I was, well, I know I was very, very competitive back then. And I think that's because I really needed to prove myself uh, to myself. And, um, you know, if I was to have a conversation with uh, 20-year-old Lisa today, I, I would basically just tell her to chill out <laughs> and to relax and to have fun and to just, you know, do what, do what you're doing, keep doing it well, and um, believe in yourself. Awesome. And, and such a great story for the people that would report to you, right? Because many are in the same boat as you, right? So mm-hmm. you're probably, you know, competitive and, you know, mm-hmm. like everybody, you're, you're self-aware and trying to figure out what that is and really the belief in yourself, which is, which is something that always can be helpful for new people coming in the organization for sure. Um, and I see that from a recruiting standpoint also, where you see these incredible young people and they don't even know how good they are. You know, they just they just need that belief in themselves to really fly. Yeah. Um, one final question for you, and then I'll let you get on to the day. And um, it's sort of our, our general question for to exit all of our discussions. Sort of if you had to go back in time, talk to anyone in, um, dead or alive um, here or not, um, who would it be? What would you ask them about leadership? And then um, what uh, what beverage of choice would you have with them? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So I would not necessarily back in time or maybe a couple of months back, but I would talk to Greta uh, Thunberg. I, I am very passionate about the environment and I just think she is a force to be reckoned with. She is an incredible leader being the, especially being the age that she is. She has so much self-confidence uh, you know, to be able to take on world leaders like she has is just so incredibly impressive. Um, so what would I ask her? It, it would I would probably try to just really understand where that came from and um, how I can instill that same confidence and that same drive in my own daughters um, in terms of what I would drink. Uh, it, you know, typically I would have a glass of red wine, but <laughs> not with her. Uh, <laughs> Given she's 18 or 17 or 18, I'm probably going to have a coffee having nice. a chat with her. But I think that that would be an amazing conversation to have. Yeah, she is. It's, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, ignorance is bliss in a way. You know, you, you don't even know about yourself. I'm sure she'll be a completely different person when she's 30. But, you know, when she's 15 and 16 and 17 and 18, it's, it just seems so easy. You hear people that write books, Stephen King's other that it was so easy for them when they were younger and so so much harder when they get older. So it's it might be a, the reason why she is so sex, so successful because she is so young. You know, she just, she just doesn't know what she can't do, which is fantastic. Yeah. So, awesome. Uh, Lisa, thank you so much for your time today. Um, it was just good to connect with you personally. And I really, really, uh, again, 
proud to see people that have come in and 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 blossom and become leaders uh, in the Canadian economy here. And I really, really uh, thank you for for coming today. So thank you. No problem. Thanks, John, for having me. It was super fun. Okay, we'll talk later. Cheers. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. This edition of Exceptional Leaders has been powered by Forward Path Group, leaders in executive search, outsourced human resources, and assessments.